It's the CMXU Manager Check-In, brought to you by KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, and Gas Gas Canada. Also brought to you by Racetech and Charlie Johnson Racing, with your host, Ryan Gauld. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. It has been a little over a week or more since the last time we did a manager check-in, and I am the only one to blame for that. You can't blame Kenny or the Noof because, uh, well, they just don't do these things. I'm the only one that does these things for the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast, and I was at the ECAN, so I was a little bit busy, so things kind of got out of the way. But this week, we're going to catch up with a couple of managers and a couple of riders, and to kick it off... Uh, for this first one here, we're going to catch up with the team PRMX Partzilla Racing Team team manager, Julian. Uh, Julian, first and foremost, thank you so much. Uh, Julian Perrier, sorry, I forgot the last name there. Perrier, like the water. It's spelled the same too, right? Exactly. The same. Yes, exactly the same. Uh, first and foremost, buddy, thanks for your time. I really appreciate this. I had no worries. Uh, this one is going to be brought to us by our friends over at KTM Husky and Gas Gas and Bristol Coachworks. Make sure you uh, support them so they can support us to keep doing these things. Appreciate those guys over there uh, jumping on board and helping the podcast. Um, I'm assuming you are at home right now since we just left Deschambeau not that long ago. So I'm guessing you're at home? Yeah, I'm at home finally after... Uh, almost a year. So. I'm just gonna say, how long? <laughs> how long has it actually been since you got to sleep in your own bed? <laughs> oh, I, pro- I probably slept like ten times this summer in, in my house, and over the winter I don't. So yeah, solid ten days in, in my own bed. Do you, um, when you get there, you're like, oh man, home sweet home, this is amazing, or are you like, well, I can't be, I can't, I, I can't sit here for a while. I got to be ready to get back on the road. Uh, it's kind of weird. I I'm not like a. I don't really miss home that much as long as I have like a, a girlfriend, uh, my son, and people close to me with me all the time. I don't really miss home that much. Like I can be here, I can be in the motorhome, I can be at SOB, anywhere. I'm like I'm. I don't really miss home that much. I don't. Um, and you've had the, the 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 girlfriend and the kid. They've been with you quite a bit this year, correct? Yeah, all year. Yeah, you're the nice. only uh, only time they didn't come is this, this weekend at uh, Deschambeau because it's so close to my house. So I was able to stay a little bit uh, longer here. So we just figured that Deschambeau is always super busy, a lot of French fans, a lot of people talking and stuff. So we just figured it would be easier if they stayed home. And James went to my mom's, and my girlfriend went on the boat with uh, with her friends. So. Oh, she gets, she gets to go have fun, and you got to sit at the dirt bike track in the dust and the silt and stuff. Yeah, and listen to you all day. Yeah, oh, come on. My sweet my sweet voice <laughs> might help you sleep. I help you sleep. Um, uh, let's kind of get into uh, a little bit of the year, sort of a Cole's Notes, if you will, kind of talking about the year. I'd say it's – I'm not too sure if you would say it's successful, but as a guy like me looking in – I feel like there's a lot of positives this summer. Um, obviously, Josiah, I think you'd want him a little closer to that front of the title battle, even though he's only 33 points behind. Um, just give me your Coles notes of, of just on your perspective of your team, not the series or the tracks or anything like that yet. We'll we'll talk about that stuff in a little bit. Uh, yeah, for, for my team, I got to be happy, you know. Uh, if, I, if I always want to be winning, 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 I, I might be – a, a little bit depressed sometimes because we are uh, the one of the only f- private team that's up there every weekend, kind of. Yeah. And I gotta, you know, 
be happy with with what we've done and what what I started with like in 2010 and now we're we're easily one of the the better teams in the paddock and we're always fighting for for top spot if not first we're on the podium most of the time and uh do i wish that we were leading the points of course i do uh i think uh, we kind of missed the boat for west coast with supercross being so close to outdoors right. at the same time uh we as you can see since we had the break we had testing on a bunch of stuff and uh, tim from tcd came over which was an amazing week that we did with him we came back and we won the first moto yeah so yeah i mean doing both like eye level series like we do uh it's it's tougher to come in uh like a outdoor fully fully prep we did some testing and and bikes were good and whatnot but they were not very top notch where we wanted them which now they are and it shows right so yeah uh west coast was a learning three rounds for us which where we kind of lost a little bit sight on the points lead but now you know we're second in points uh none an oem is helping us out we do good every weekend hopefully we do good in walton we're in this till the end we'll see what happens at the end i mean i'm not I'm not saying we can't do it, right? Now, anything can happen in this sport, yeah. and you you know well that a little tip over can cause a lot of stuff. So we're we're not wishing anyone bad luck or anything, but it's the sport we're in. We yeah. had some bad luck on our side, so we know how it works. Um, let's take a step back to that 2010. Uh, from that that point <laughs> back then to where it is now. But yeah, don't don't remind me. <laughs> um, but main like like fucking kudos. Like, fucking pat on the back to you for sticking in it for the last 13 years, doing it. Because at the beginning, right, it was it was almost scary on the outside looking in, right? If you're, oh, you guys are the TMs and bikes break in and riders this and that. And it didn't look great and all this kind of that. But you just kept forging forward. And, dude, now you're like, you have a, a Supercross team that riders are, are wanting to be on. You have a motocross team that riders are wanting to be on. And, like, you have a proven staple now. It's It's got to be a pretty proud moment. I mean, like, when you get back to your house for these 10 days and you kind of can reflect, it's got to be – you got to feel pretty proud of what you've done from where you've come to where you are now. I mean, just for myself, knowing you as long as I have, I am – overly impressed of how things are going and what you've done it's it's pretty fucking cool it's a great story uh that uh, not everybody probably knows man it's pretty damn cool oh yeah it's 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 a kind of a dream that i had when i started i'm like i, I want to be you know i'm going to be winning racing fight, uh, races sorry fighting for championships and i want to race supercross in u.s and you know like the good old canadian way is like ah it's never gonna happen this guy's gonna fold it's gonna last for six months and then oh a year two years three years oh this happened that happened there's so many sh bullshit that happened in, along the way that i would have easily thrown in the towel the towel but i didn't and you know i 2013 i think like my my store that i had at the time was prmx was a store I uh, came back from Moncton, the store was empty. I got stolen. All the consignment bikes, all the inventory was gone. I think I had like a case of brake cleaner left. And just so, that's a small example of what the shit goes down sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm very, 
I'm trying to be very happy with, with what's going on uh, as a uh, competitor in that sport. I do want to win. I always want to be better. And that's that's the only reason why I'm not fully satisfied is I always want more. Oh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that as a team manager. If you want more, I think that your riders can see that. I feel like they can feed off that knowing that they have a manager, an owner that wants to do more for them to make it better for them to do better for the whole package, right? I mean, um, the relationships you have under the tent, if they see you working your bag off and, you know, they're not or, or they're they're kind of skeptical, then they look over and you're like, oh, shit, there he is still working. Like, I think yeah. that's got to that's gotta make for a good vibe or a better vibe under the tent. Uh, most of the time, it's a really good vibe under our tent. You know, there's there's some weekend when it's not that good and stuff, but that that's just racing. You know, dirt bikes they break, um, unfortunate stuff happens. You never know. But most of the time, I try to be as positive as possible because sometimes I will tell the guys, "Hey, we could all be working a regular job and you know not enjoying our lives like the way we do right now." And yeah, it's 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 uh, somewhat of a blessing to do to do that, but it's really 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 hard work, and it's really like a lot of stubbornness and no quit kind of deal where where we have to continue even if sometimes it's like the bank account showing you should stop. But, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that always the bank account saying that? <laughs> and some and some areas of the year, especially when I come to Canada, to be honest, it's, yeah. I take whatever little amount I can put aside from supercross and i just come to canada and race so yeah it's it's not it's not easy but that's why i like doing it like it's a challenge all the time do you notice uh this is kind of an off one it just popped in as you said that do you notice it being um i mean obviously supercross is the biggest level so it might be hard to compare but when you like cross the border back into our country with the dollar amount and all the stuff is it is it easier on the credit card for fuel and food and things like that or is it just all come out in the wash it's not uh, how can i say it's not easy easier because in u.s you have a lot more income coming right okay you know like here there's not much income like i i i will gladly thank the carlson family because they've been helping me on the canadian side of things and u.s side of things but in canada other than myself and and mr carlson's i don't have any you know much funding i have kyle from ogs that helps us with our custom gear then we're able to to promote sponsors better and whatnot but the canadian side of things it's it's a little bit more more tough for us since we're not just just canadian right so yeah we're, yeah we're doing us where i'm you know i want my 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 feet anywhere i can i can go racing so it, it is a bit tougher to do to do canada it's funny, and most people wouldn't think that, right? Um, they think that our country's easy. It's, you know, other than the fact that you got to travel from Westies, it's cheaper, you know, sign-ups cheaper, uh, blah, blah, blah. But, and then now that Which I'm more integrated. What you're saying is all true. It is cheaper to race in Canada. Like, the, the West to East is easy compared to a Supercross schedule. There's, like, if, if you're making a budget to do Canada, it's maybe one sixteen of a budget to do U.S. Supercross 17 rounds with four guys, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but, uh, like, now it is easier for me to, to kind of do U.S. with the sponsors I got. But at, at first it was equally hard, if not harder. It's just you, know, you, have, you have to get at a certain point where you're making mains every weekend and and the team gets noticed, the rider gets noticed yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's more more opportunity for sponsor dollar down there because of what you're doing down there. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's kind of move into um, what's the most difficult part for you switching from that winter thing to the uh, to the summer thing? I guess you kind of alluded that it's obviously you didn't have much time to be ready. Is that just that you just didn't have much time to do it? Is is would be the difficult? It's time for us. It's time. We only had two weeks to to get everything swapped from Supercross to sorry to outdoors, and I have almost 20 bikes from from my fleet but still all my bikes are super cross ready right practice bikes are spare bikes are and everything's super cross and then we can't just start pulling the guys that are super cross only we can't pull our their bikes off because they need to train they, they need to to have a race bike they need to have a spare race bike and super cross especially on the east west style showdown like an East West showdown, we had six guys under the tent. Yeah, it's, it's it's huge, and do it do the man. Each guy has about three bikes at yeah. the end of the year. You know, all full time two bikes, but sometimes we have to switch and whatnot. And in two weeks, to switch suspension, motors, rebuilds, framing bikes, and stuff, it's a crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And you, um, I mean, I know you have uh, uh, some of the guys that are underneath. There, anybody that under your tent right now that was was there in the winter, mechanic wise? I know that. Um, is it was it Joe was one of your head guys in the summer? He's kind of gone with Kate, I think, to help yeah, Joe him. Joe is. Uh, we we kind of agreed that he was going to stay at SOB and just kind of keep up with the shop. And okay. We had stuff shipped and stuff, and he's gone. We we made a deal with the with the MTK that Cade could go race with them and then Joe's going with with Cade and uh Joe should be back with us in about a month or so okay uh David uh David from D-Spec he's he's been with me all all winter and all summer is that one of the who does he wrench it for somebody right now is that the one that's with Josiah is with with Josiah he's the one that assembles and gotcha okay all the 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 motors for for the team well that's what I was gonna say it must be hard doing all that with only a you know you and another guy like a two-man crew right with that many bikes and stuff that's that's got to weigh on you a little bit yeah it's a lot but now we have uh uh, Dylan which is Dylan's mechanic he's been uh evolving really quick he's super good um you know I have good help around the tent like even Malia's dad helps a lot nice. julian's dad ranches for 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 julian and he's he's been a lot of help uh, dylan's dad's helping out too no we're 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 good on that it's just you know from sending the heads to william motorworks and getting them back and custom cams williams does all our custom internals of the yeah. big boards as you know yeah 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 and, yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, and, and David assembles and then, you know, we have an engine about to break and stuff like that. Then David needs to step in and David needs to prep the, the bike for Josiah. It's a, everyone works a lot, but everyone as a group, we make it happen. Hey, the double big bore got double hole shots this weekend. Yeah. We went extra big for this. Yeah. yeah well, it's French. You got to go big. You go big when you're in home yeah. province. Um, let's Crazy talk about the- that. We fit a three ten in that bike. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, let's talk about the series. I know we've had lots of good conversations about it, ups and downs and this and that, and, and you now putting your foot in the door and 
and really putting the team on the map on the state side of things like people are recognizing you you've done pulp mx interviews and there's riders that want to ride from you so now you're seeing the the, the best of the series and and you know not the worst of one but maybe the bottom of the world series as far as like you know if you rank them all um how do you how do you like what's going on in canada looking towards the future track wise organization just give me your overall thoughts on that because obviously we need you to keep coming back whether it is uh, with riders or teams or however it is, we need your your thoughts, your opinions. Uh, in in my opinion, we do. Um, just you know, it, I, I always find it sometimes like a guy like yourself, sort of you're left in the, you're left in the cold a little bit in Canada because you focus more in America. Plus, there isn't an OEM jumping on your back and helping you like other teams. Um, but I feel like what you've done deserves to get maybe a little bit more credit in your own country at times. Um, give me your, your thoughts on all of that and how our series is doing to make sure they're promoting you properly and as well, you know, growing uh, our sport. Oh, yeah, definitely with, uh, with the, the, the fact that I don't have an OEM wanting to just just to slightly help us out is kind of crazy a little bit, right? Does that piss you off? Do you have anger towards that at all? I don't have any anger toward it. I just scratch my head. Why? It's, that's all yeah like, I, i'm gonna continue doing it, it yeah it's and and i think that might be the problem where i'm like yeah i'll be here anyway and but still like imagine if if any oems out there that they're not performing where they want to be i may know not to be like cocky or anything i'm a pretty good turnkey operation for a bike yeah. brand yeah you know it's not to be like i'm so good no it's not that i mean we work really really hard i work like crazy we're at every single event we have a good pit presentation we give away stuff every weekend it's like i just i'm still waiting in my chair to be like someday someone's gonna call me and say hey you want this oems to be behind you you know like i'm still hoping for that and i'm gonna continue until i get it but yeah it, it doesn't piss me off it's just like it just makes me want to beat them all, you know. Yeah, motivation as well. Now onto the yeah. to the to the series side. I mean, the the Jetworks crew and stuff like that. I know we have managers meetings and all that kind of stuff. And and now I believe that you've earned respect in the states where you've been a part of the the manager type OEM meetings down there um, to kind of give your, your opinions and stuff. Just how do you think things are going up here? Um, you know, from your perspective, I think they're going okay. Um, always room for improvement, which we never really solve at the meetings. No offense to anyone. Uh, you want the, the honest opinion, I will give it to you. Uh, all the winter, the phone calls that we do and this and that, I'm the first one to hang up after 15 minutes because I have something else to do. Then don't, we don't resolve anything, right? Right. Um, you, you know, we've, we've talked about tracks and stuff. I think Jetworks, like, I deal with Kyle a lot, have no issue with Kyle, always there to help me, always trying to push the brand that, that, that I do because I always try, try to push their, their series as well to be there and we're all going to do all their Ernie Cross, Supercross stuff. Uh, I, I would like them to, to continue and maybe listen to some ideas that I would uh, put on the table other than 
finding the five second board shouldn't go sideways or go sideways and that for me that's just i don't really care about that maybe it's just me but that's irrelevant at some point where we need to find more sponsor to pay the riders more right that's important right because we we can all run you know go to the races and stuff but i mean josiah Wednesday overall makes nine hundred dollars it's not it's not nothing but it's you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes, right? yes, I'm yeah. Not bashing on them. It's just the way the the structure is made and whatnot. And we we need to promote the series as a group, as as teams and stuff, to make it look as best as possible, so they can land a really big title sponsor. That would be awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's what, you know what's missing at the moment is that title. Like when Rockstar or Monster, right? They were given a half a million bucks to our series, right? That to help just ease the pain of things and, you know, paying bills and, and not putting so much stress on things. And we're missing that again right now. We're missing that, that big chunk, you know, parts Canada is helping in OEMs and stuff, but yeah, that there's a big chunk missing there for sure. And, uh, but I mean, as, as far as the payment goes too, I mean, up until this, this new SMX thing in the States, the, the purse for motocross globally has always been something of like a head scratch. You're like, what? Like, why do we, how can we not pay these guys more money? And, you know, I'm a promoter, so I know what it costs, you know, doing certain things and what you can pay out and stuff like that. But for sure, it's it's always been kind of a head scratcher to how you know, like you just said, Josiah goes if he goes one one and the two fifty, he gets nine hundred bucks. Um, that when you say that to a regular person, you're like, what? Really? Yeah, nine yeah. hundred Canadian. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just two hundred and twenty-one bucks US. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, no, but yeah, it but is. It's coming low. from Supercross, which is way easier to to make a living, right? Yeah. And I get it. Where we have, <coughs> I don't. I, do you know how many fans we got this weekend at Deschambault, which is was the largest turnout of all year, of course. But how many fans was there? I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a number, but there had to be five to six thousand i don't know if we hit 10 but there was a lot i mean between five and ten which is the most that we'll get all year yeah which is good it's awesome but in supercross like a, a, a shitty turnout is thirty thousand. Oh yeah yeah a shitty turnout is toronto supercross <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah well don't, don't get me started on that yeah uh, at that, at that point, it's, it's, I understand that the payout won't be Supercross-ish, but it, I think it could be a bit better in those areas. Yeah. Uh, Track-wise, some really great tracks, but shitty location. Any specific one, like like Kamloops? Kamloops, sweet track, but there's nothing around it. Yeah. How can you have it? And I'm not shitting on the, the West Can for new don't 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 cry or anything <laughs> it's a great event i like it's awesome it's just the location sucks yeah um i mean edmonton location's decent but the the way we did it this year i would see that more in an arena cross style yeah and ju- just find an outdoor track there make it wide make it rough and stuff that'll be cool uh calgary was nice to go back you know we got airports you can rent a car it's it's easy for everyone uh, you know those, those tracks and like Deschambault is not too far. You have uh, uh, Sandali, which I think it's great. It's not far from Ottawa, and you know there the Gopher, Walton, and, and all these other ones are good tracks too. But they're just kind of secluded somewhere where you won't attract five thousand uh, fans. Right. You know, Riverglade is a niche market, which is in the uh, the not Pacific, <laughs> in the east. Yeah. But 
they have their own crowd so that's good to go back there i've been there ever since i started the race team with the <laughs> with davy yeah and um that's a great crowd that's great to, to see there's people on the podium and when you did the announcing there's people all around you that's awesome yeah 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 i mean you know some of the nationals in the states are like that too right to fly in and out of and <clears throat> and get uh stuff it's just sometimes the nature of the beast to find the, the proper thing i mean we, not all of us can have a calgary or sandalie right where we're, you're well one right in the middle of the city and the other one 20 minutes from the airport kind of thing um it's definitely difficult uh, yeah it's um, not easy Let's go to the team side of things and talk about the riders. Uh, I want to start with, um, I guess maybe, I don't know if he's the unsung hero on the team right now or not, but Julian Bennett quietly has gone six 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 the last three weekends, riding great. Sort of seems like he's found this this consistency that has always been missing, where he'd have like one good moto, one bad moto. I feel like this kid is on the rise right now. Oh uh, yeah, Julian's riding well right now, and if you look at him ride, he's nice to watch like he's yes. really like standing up late and like he's we we worked a lot on the on the break again with julian because he came off an injury from supercross with a broken thumb and trying to race and this and that and sometime trying to push too hard and landing on 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 the ground a lot as <laughs> we know uh right now i think he found his comfort with uh again the suspension testing we did with chassis and whatnot he's just spooked yeah, I'd like to see him get better starts sometimes, uh, but you know when he got a good start in Moncton and the ruts and super rough, he was just behind the the, the lead group, not too far away. Yeah, and I think he could get closer to it if he continues doing what he needs to do and be focused on on the racing side of things and eating well, training, and because you know he's right now he's doing what he needs to do and it shows on the track um over to um dylan who's had a decent year um got some really good moto finishes i thought his second moto on the weekend was really good him and tanner scott were in a huge battle we had a lot of it on television actually that's why i was referring to it and he, i'm like i thought tanner was gonna get him and he never did like he kept fighting a couple little bike issues at some weirdo times but other than that i mean i feel like he's had a pretty solid year and the kid he just turned 16 right yeah, he turned 16 uh, like, last week, I think. Like Tuesday. They had a birthday at the track. I just didn't know if it was 15 to 16 or 16 to 17. No, it just just, just turned 16. So he's <laughs> super young, and people are are really quick to, to, to kind of ask, why is he not closer to the front? I'm like, well, we'll push on that for next year. But, uh, yeah, uh, it seemed like we had a little bit of bad luck with Dylan's bike this year, which is nothing I can try to control. The first round is a little bit of his own fault. He's really – I've never seen someone that hard on clutches. Oh. Never, never. And <laughs> we came back in the break and no clutch motos every morning. Uh, I, I told him if he doesn't, listen to the no clutch motos every morning i'm putting an auto clutch in his bike and (laughs) taking the perch off so that really really improved his riding he's a lot smoother and whatnot um of course a battery going on the slight lap is just my luck and his luck but uh after that he rode all right uh got a tent there i think we got a six in sandalee sandalee was our best weekend yeah yeah as a team everyone freaking dnf left and right and for some reason all our bikes made it to the end josiah's bike was smoking at three quarters and we're like 
take it easy, take it easy. Yeah, yeah. And we, we, he brought it home and stuff, and Dylan's bike worked mm. great all weekend. And a six for him, I think, is good. Uh, it's probably the best overall finish for a rookie that, that, that age this year. Yeah, yeah. And um, other than a few bad lucks, we're going to get to work with him a lot this winter on on the raw speed and outdoors. Because and, he's not in bad shape, right? He's 16. He can't be that, that bad. Yeah, no. It, at, at that age, you can eat like shit and not train that much and still hold on for 25 minutes plus two fuck when i was 16 eating like shit and blasting chicks i mean that's all you did and then you rode your dirt bike when you had time yeah um, blasting <laughs> chicks take it easy take it easy. <laughs> uh and then and then uh well before i go to josiah we'll talk about malia how important is it to have the wmx uh rider under the tent um i don't think she's having quite as good a year as Maybe I think she might have would have thought, uh, although maybe the, the the class is a little bit deeper. Um, but it's it's always good to see a team supporting uh, the WMX side. Yeah, I I think the classes might be deeper one or two than last year. But uh, Amalia took another route this year. She works pretty much full time now at Deschambeau. Oh, so, I didn't even know that. Um, nice. Coming the weekend, she was a bit more tired than last year where all she did was ride and ride and ride. And she had a huge get-off in um, Kamloops. Oh, okay, okay. She had a huge get-off. Like, the the medic at... Well, the hospital in Kamloops told her that she had a cracked vertebrae and stuff, so she came back home, and for some reason, it wasn't cracked anymore when they did more scans. I don't know. Uh, but she was off the bike for four weeks, and then tried to came back to go for and you know no no time and just you know her season is not uh, perfect by any means but she she still fights to 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 be close to where she wants to be but she she deserves to be on the podium i think she has the speed for it it's just now that she needs to ride and get back into the riding fitness side of things where she can hold on for the whatever time their their moto is yeah yeah um and then the final guy uh josiah Notsky. Um, obviously, like you said, the West is a little tough, but since the East, he's pretty much been right in there, podium every um, every round, winning motos, doing exactly what he would have thought uh, he would have been doing all year, except for those first three. I, I would say you've got to be happy with it, but I guess, like you said, 33 points down, and you'd rather be winning on it kind of thing, but he's definitely, man, has he ever been, been the guy that we all thought he was going to be on the East Coast? Uh, yeah, like it all goes back to a little bit of what I told you earlier with the Supercross stuff. We focused a lot on Supercross and we, we're probably going to change a few things for next season for outdoors. Um, uh, Josiah did Supercross with us and he raced in Salt Lake as well, which was three weeks or something before the first round, three or four weeks or weekends. After that, we kind of packed everything up when we got back, went to Tim's and tried to do testing and everything was more of a scramble than it should be and then uh the west coast was an uncomfortable josiah that we seen and josiah is really really big on his comfort level it, it could be a weirdest setup you'll ever see if he's comfortable he's gonna fight for wins yeah it's 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 a feeling thing for him and uh out west there was there was no 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 feeling like that for him so uh, again, in the break, we, we did what we needed to do with him and did a bunch of changes and stuff. And even after Golfer, we had Tim coming over again with TCD and just working on more stuff and different shocks. And, and we got even extra comfortable after after Golfer. 
And uh, yeah, I think uh, with with a little different approach to to outdoors, we could even be better as a team and him as a rider. But he's fun. To, he's fun to work with in most of areas, right? Uh, he's really precise on what he wants, and that's our job to get him what he wants. Um, moving forward to next year, anybody signed already? Focused on next year? You're not worried about it right now? Uh, can you, do you have any? Outdoors? Uh, yeah, for the Canadian side of thing, like yeah, I mean, I I know you're going Supercross. You did way too good of a job this year to not go and and have a, a stronger team and all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm sure that's all locked in and you're ready to rock. But I'm thinking more towards our series. Like I said. Uh, I, I feel like you need to be a part of our series, but I also understand budgets and timing and riders and costs and everything. Um, if there's anything you can give us at this time, like moving forward. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not a very like I don't hide much. I'm an yes. open book. Uh, That's why I ask these questions. Been... <laughs> What's that? That's why I ask these questions. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'll just answer it the way it is. Uh, Partsil has been behind me for two years now, and we're we're agreeing on continuing for another three three years and their their main focus is their partzilla brand like we we need to push partzilla in canada u.s everywhere that someone has a dirt bike they want to order parts it's on partzilla so we, we we're gonna come back next summer um uh, josiah still signed with us for another full year so okay. josiah will come back uh for for outdoors are we coming back on 250 most likely yeah okay but you never know yeah uh, we never know what can happen and, and the rest of things and you know we'll we'll discuss more me and him on, on at the end of the season I know he's going back home for for a little bit just to he's, he's been away from home for almost two a year and a half now yeah. so he kind of wants to go back to New Zealand and reset and, and rest and see family and friends and probably have some fun too at the end of the day which is awesome which we need that yeah um yeah, we Dylan's gonna come back again. Uh, Rempel, um, we will focus with him this this winter with uh, the futures and uh, come back in the nationals on the two fifty again. And now we will push him for top fives and podium for next summer, which I know he can. Yeah, with, with everything that we've been doing with him, he has potential to do it. Uh, uh, for the series next summer, that's about it for now. I'm working on a bunch of other stuff. For I like again, if any OEMs are listening to this, I'm I'm wide open, and uh, we we want to. I I would love to fight for 450 championship as well, which is super tough in our country. It would cost a lot of money, but I I feel like I if I can pull it off what i want to do right now we we will be fighting for for the top spot um before i let you go here um coming into this winter um is there any i i for the team side of things your supercross team i i know you you've probably got people more people calling now like you had a hell of a winner whether it was yoder or clayson uh or markier like you had a hell of a winter with a lot of the guys even bennick making his first main event like it was pretty damn cool like has the phone been busier for people saying hey uh, do you got any room um i know you had six bikes at at uh, salt lake do you want seven or do you got room for eight uh um i mean are, are, are you to the point now where you're maybe having to turn some guys away yeah we definitely have a lot of uh a lot more i should say uh inquiries 
of riders and stuff like that where this year you know the plan is to maybe go a little bit less amount of riders on the track right and uh, try to upscales the 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 rider quality no offense uh, but yeah we i want to go four full-time riders instead of six plus dylan and uh that's going to be five bikes you know here and there so that's going to be a lot still and i i get uh either a dm or an email or a mystery text message from riders <laughs> really really mm. across the world right now like i get more demand from europe ah. than us i don't know if it's because i'm french or something but like i had a bunch of french rider reaching out and and uh, guys from europe australians and new zealanders and but i had you have a bunch of uh americans asking for rides and stuff but we're we're talking to couple guys that are on factory teams right now that won't have a ride next year wow okay very cool i uh i like to hear that man like i said at the beginning of this when we talked about the old days i i feel like you should feel feel very proud of what you've done from where it came from and where it is now and and uh you're a world-class team and you got world-class people hitting you up man it's pretty uh it's a great story if there was a magazine in Canada anymore, it should be a story that should be written and let everybody read, even though nobody likes to read anymore. And that's why we do podcasts. <laughs> so <they> can, <laughs> I can't read anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, this has been another manager check-in brought to you by KTM Husqvarna and GasCast Canada. And, of course, our friends over at Bristol Coachworks. Follow them on Instagram and YouTube at Bristol Coachworks. And uh, you can hit them up for all kinds of goodies for your, your vans or motorhomes or uh, paint booths, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Julian, man, I appreciate your time again. And uh, we'll see you uh, oh here shortly, I'm sure, in another field in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, that's in, what, seven, eight, nine days? I don't know so, what the hell yeah. it is. I'm lost, buddy. I've been, I've been on the road yeah, for you three. Don't, you don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm, fucking, I'm lost. I just know where I need to be at a day. That's all it is. <laughs> all good. Thanks so good much, buddy. Chat. Cheers. All right. Bye.